Blog Talk Radio. bringing you the best in indie music to over 10 million listeners worldwide with your host, The David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests today, including an exclusive interview with David Bellamy of the Bellamy Brothers. Our engineer, Nick, he's on vacation this week, which would probably explain why we were so screwed up and trying to get going today. We've got our entire crew at the asylum, and believe me, it is an asylum today. And me, I am obtusely John Bon Jovial. And now here is the voice of indie music, the equally flustered, the David Bowers. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, if indeed we are here. Hopefully our listeners are out there. If you're out there, listeners, give us a call and let us know that you can actually hear us. I'm, I'm trying to get the call-in screen up, but that's there it is. Okay, you can call us at area code 347 Seven one three seven. Again, that number is three four seven nine four five seven one three seven. Give us a call. Let us know you're out there, so we know we're actually talking to real, live, living, breathing people. When you hear the operator answer, press the numeral one on your phone, and you'll pop up on our switchboard, hopefully, so we know that you're actually there. Remember, this is the show where every show is an award show. Why not? There are so many now. We might as well make everyone an award show. And you, the listener, as along with our guests, get to name the recipients of the award and name the award. What's it for? Who did something exceptionally great or who did something exceptionally stupid? And I am going to resist the temptation to make our first award to Black Talk Radio for whatever went wrong today and go with my original idea, which was our first The David Bowers Award of the Day, goes to mothers around the world. This is Mother's Day, and we take this time to make sure that we salute all the mothers in the world. They should be saluted every day, and today especially, we salute you, our mothers, and our mothers in heaven for those who are no longer with us. Thank you so much for all that you have done besides just giving us life. There's nothing, no one in the world like a mother. We've got some great stuff on the show today. I want to get going because we're already 20 minutes behind schedule. I want to uh, include a, uh, well, I'm going to skip that award. We don't need to award the dumb scheduling award. <laughs> we'll move right on. I do want to salute our friends, the Oak Ridge Boys, again. This past Tuesday, the mayor of Hendersonville, Tennessee, proclaimed May 5th as Oak Ridge Boys Days. Congratulations, boys. You're the tops. The honors just keep come on, coming, coming, and deservedly so. Congratulations, Oak Ridge Boys. Also, a big The David Bowers Award salute to retiring late show host David Letterman, whose last show will air, I believe it's May 20th. I'm not exactly certain of the date, but it's coming up very soon. And to it's show May how well-respected he is. It's May 22nd. Okay, yeah, thank May you. May 22nd, uh, yep. 
to show the respect that others have for him. Jimmy Kimmel has announced that ABC will not air a live broadcast of his show that night. They will air a repeat of an earlier show so as not to compete with Letterman's final broadcast. Salute to David Letterman. Love him or hate him for years. He has done what very few other people have done and in his own inimitable way. Congratulations and thank you. As Bob Hope would say, thanks for the memories, David uh, David Letterman. Also, I just found out from uh, Sophia Viagra that an old friend of country music <laughs> is back on the road and playing tonight at the Iron Horse Music Hall in Northampton, Massachusetts. So if you're up in that area, you be sure to stop in and check out a great performer who's had a run of hard luck with some physical problems. And we, we're so glad to hear that he's back on the road and touring again and recording again. A fellow upstate New Yorker. Mr. Hal Ketchum, welcome back to the road, Hal. And, hey, maybe one of these days we can get you on the show with us. Today we've got some great guests and our great indie artist contest, which we'll talk about in a little bit. A lot of people, a lot of music, so let's get right to it. Remember, if you've got something or someone you think deserves an award, email us at david at thedavidbowers.com. Put awards in the subject line and bring it on. John Bon Jovial. Yes, sir, David. You can call in to the David Bowers Awards show if you are so inclined. Our phone number is area code 347-945-7137, or you can log into our chat room on Blog Talk Radio. Talk with our guests. You can ask your own questions. And uh, coming up on the David Bowers Awards, we've got the Swamp Drivers, one of the most unique bands you've ever heard. We've got uh, Holly and Evan at the Bellamy Brothers with their new CD. But first, we've got music from a guy named Jimmy Wilden and the Jimmy Wilden Band, and then we're going to talk with Jimmy and uh, meet the man himself. So, David, go ahead and uh, take that away. Thank you very much, and we're going to do just that. Another one of those talented Texans. This is the Jimmy Wilden Band. It's called Stuck in Love.
That is Stuck in Love, the Jimmy Wilden band, and Jimmy Wilden is standing by. Let's see if we can make this system work well enough to get him on board here with us. Come on in, and uh, they used to say on the old uh, uh, What's My Line TV show, come in and sign in, please. Jimmy Wilden, are you with us? Hey, how are you? There you are. Great. We got this far. I, it's been a... It's been an eventful day. I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to keep it here G-rated. Uh, we have no idea what happened. We lost audio. We couldn't sign in and start the program. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. We're 20 minutes behind schedule, but we got you with us. Thank you for your patience, Jimmy. I, well, it's great to have me. you on the show. Uh, it's great to have you on the show. And some really, really interesting music. I, I, I love your sound and the fact that you you push it. You you, you go into falsetto. You, you do a lot of stuff that other artists aren't doing. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing and why. Uh, I'm just, I write songs that, you know, interest me. So uh, I try to sing the songs according to how I hear them in my head and you know, sometimes those melodies push my voice that high. So, but I do. You do well, it, what, and you do it well. Well, well I just, I just want one. Yeah, I wanted to get in there real quick. Uh, I mean, I'm listening to your song, and uh, I enjoyed it Im- immensely. Stuck in love, um, and is is the influence of that that you're in a love relationship reluctantly, or is this something that you know, you've grown into over the years and you realize you're stuck in love, but in a good way. Can you explain it to us? Okay. Uh, I like to tell this story on stage a lot. Um, so I don't know if you've ever been in this experience where you wake up in the morning and you, you stumble into the bathroom and you notice your, your toothbrush is slightly out of place. Uh, and you just know that your significant other used the toothbrush. Uh, that's, that was the inspiration behind the song, Stuck in Love. Uh, just <laughs> a tooth noticing that uh, okay here we are uh, we're in this together no matter what yep. my toothbrush that makes sense that's good I like that now you re- you released uh, you released your EP melodies of the aftermath which uh, sounds like a sequel to what we just discussed here that was at the House of Rock <laughs> in December in Corpus and tell us about was it a success it was a success. Uh, we we packed the house. We had a lot of great opening acts, including uh, Stephen James from Sex Mix and uh, Lady Catherine as well. Uh, it was a huge success, and the release of that EP is actually what is what's sitting out on tour. Well, I know you're one of the uh, one of the many artists to come out of that part of the country. We've got a another uh, former guest and a good friend of ours, uh, David Martinez, who visits visits us uh, quite regularly, and he's got oh, yeah. some pretty nice things to say about you too. Now you're about to go on a national tour to promote the EP. Is that correct? That is correct. It's uh, and where a, you where? It's going to be a huge. Go ahead. Tour. Where are you going to be playing? Yeah, we're, I think I'm driving 5,400 miles all over the eastern half of the United States, uh, starting out in Nashville, then working up north to Chicago, and then jumping over to New York for about a week. I've actually never. Yeah, been I see New you're York. playing the Rockwood in New York City. Yeah, Rockwood Music Hall, and also the Bowery Electric as part of the Old Soul Revival uh, showcase. There. Right. 
Yeah, I've got a. Uh, we've also got uh, we've also got friends and former guests from there that have uh, have. Uh, I believe they played the Bowery. I'm not sure about Rockwood, a group called uh, the Endmen out of New York City. If you run across them, more good people to keep in touch with. Uh, now you're uh, sure. currently running an Indiegogo campaign, as I understand it, uh, to raise additional funds for the tour, right? This is true. Yes, it's. It's uh, been going slow. I haven't had much time to push it, but I've, the past couple of days I've gotten in a, a few really big donations, so it's been good. Well, when you take your tour, right you're going to be coming down to Florida? Florida? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry? Uh, yeah, yeah, Jimmy, when you take your tour, are you going to be coming down to uh, down Florida way? I originally was intending to, but I just don't have time this time. So hopefully next year I can make it out to Florida. Uh, well, we'd love to catch you. We're uh, we're uh, uh, based out of uh, uh, South Florida and uh, Western Arizona for the broadcast, and uh, it would right. be great if you were down. Yeah, it'd be great to to catch your act. For sure. I hope to Jimmy. Get out there soon. Jimmy, let's uh, let's correct that uh, that problem about you not having had the time to do a little fundraising. Let's uh, let's get you a plug and do some uh, some fundraising and try to correct that right now. Where is what is the link that people can go to to uh, jump in and help fund your tour? If you just go directly to Indiegogo.com and type in my name, Jimmy Wilden, you'll see a campaign come up called Melodies of the Aftermath Tour, and you just go there. And- Contribute. Okay, and that's Jimmy. That's Jimmy Wilden with two L's. I know I was doing that when I first started contacting you. Uh, my my fingers only wanted to put one L in for some reason, but it's Jimmy U I L L D E N. So Correct. Indiegogo, Jimmy Wilden, and uh, you know whatever you uh, whatever you feel you can uh, donate to help get the tour, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna get to see some uh, some. Great showmanship, some great listen to some great music too. Now you're going back into the studio later this summer, and I apologize. We are we are pushing this right along a little bit, trying to catch up with what we lost at the top of the hour. But I want to uh, I want to touch on this because you're going back in the studio after your uh, tour, and you're going to finish a full album. Is that correct? Uh, you know what, David? We his call dropped. Oh, we lost. Oh. Yeah, we lost we lost him. Yeah, okay. hopefully he'll hopefully we'll right. get him back here uh in, in, right. in just Keep a minute. That, you know, the fun and games just continues today. I know it seems to be uh more like April 1st than Mother's Day, but uh hey the show must go on, and we'll keep going. Yes, I understand if I got if I got my notes correctly, and keep watching for him to pop back on there. Uh, he's going to be going back into the studio later this summer after the tour, and he's going to finish that uh, album. They're going to take the EP and project it into a full album. So this is an ongoing process that he's got. He's got the Indiegogo campaign going to raise funds for the tour, and it looks like he might be back online yeah, with us. Yeah, I there. got him back. And Jimmy, then- are you there? <laughs> I okay, yeah, we got we got we got him back. Okay, we were just going over the the, uh, the uh, details. Uh, after your tour, you're going back into the studio and you're going to produce the full album, correct? This is true. Uh, I've got about five more songs I'm going to produce at a local studio in Corpus Christi, Texas, called Sound Machine Studio, with uh, my producer Mason Shirley. And that album will be out, uh, what, early fall? Uh, I'm 
going to try to release it a year after the EP, so I'm trying to push for it to be out in December of this year. Okay, well, write down our address and contact information <laughs> because we'd love, you, love to have you come back and debut the album, and hopefully we'll have a show without a whole bunch of technical problems so we can just kick back and enjoy. I understand one last question here for you. You're putting together plans to do a live album also. Yeah, uh, I've had this idea to do a live album for about nine years now, and I just keep pushing it off and pushing it off. So I feel like I'm in the right place and the right time to launch it now. So uh, I'm planning to record that in the fall, and it'll probably be released sometime next spring. Fantastic, and fantastic having you here with us and being so patient as to wait for us to get our problem solved and to share your story with us as well as your music. I was very serious about wanting you to come back and debut the album. And, uh, you know, keep in mind, we do we do need a little bit of a head start. We, we need to know a little ahead of time because we, we book uh, we'll book two, three months in advance. Uh, and we have to, to coordinate with artists' schedules and everything. So let us know as soon as you can, and we'd love to get you on the show to debut the new album. Before we let you go, Jimmy, tell us a little bit about this next track. We're going to play a little thing called Smoke. Uh, I call Smoke my gift song because I can spend three or four months writing a song and it comes out mediocre at best. Uh, this one I wrote in 10 <laughs> minutes, and I I just enjoy playing it live for everyone. So I hope you guys enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy playing it. You know, that's not an uncommon thing. There have been there have been some heavy hit records written in a very short period of time. And, uh, hey, who knows? This could be one of them. Jimmy, thank you so much for coming on the show with us. We do look forward to having you come back again in the future and uh, maybe debut your new album. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jimmy Wilded Band. Jimmy's been with us this afternoon, and we're going to play a track now called Smoke. She opened up my mind again Could you open up my mind, my friend If only for a moment If only for a moment more If only for a moment If only for a moment more Just stick around I've locked myself away too long But now I'm tired of this empty home If only for a moment If only for a moment long If only for a moment If only for a moment long
about our fantastic indie awards uh, program where we have for an indie artist, a lucky indie artist, will get a free professional mix of one of their tracks by a world-renowned Grammy Award-winning producer by the name of Stuart Epps. We had Mr. Epps on the show here uh, a couple of months ago, and he liked our show and the concept and the artist that we're talking with so well that he volunteered to run a promotion through us where he will uh, he will do a free mix of a track by an indie artist uh, and we're running a contest to see who that indie artist is going to be. We'll have full details coming up in a little bit. You can also get the complete details on our website at www.thedavidbowers.com. And uh, if you know an indie artist who's deserving of a chance and would like to have one of their tracks professionally mixed, this is an expensive proposition to get done, and to have it done by an artist or by a producer of this stature is almost unheard of. So contact us. Go check out the website, www.thedavidbowers.com, and check out the details. It's very simple. You take one of your original tracks, no cover tracks, one original track, send it in along with the necessary entry information, and the address is on the website. You'll be entered to win. We're going to run the contest through October. October 10th will be the closing, and on our November show, we will announce the winner on a big Gala Awards show. John Bon Jovial, I hear you deep breathing in the background there. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I got in trouble once for deep breathing, and we, we won't discuss that, though. <laughs> uh, I want to let you know that uh, Holly is on hold with us on the 704 number, and uh, Evan will be with us in just so. a couple of minutes on a, on, on the uh, uh, the other line that uh, they'll be calling in on. And uh, But before we get to them, you know, we have to pay some bills around here at the David Bowers Awards. Uh, you know, we're, no, we're not just good-looking people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have to pay well, for, for yourselves. Yeah, we have to pay for our good looks here. <laughs> uh, we uh, just want to remind you to not to uh, forget to award yourself the official The David Bowers Awards T-shirts. These are the only official T-shirts of The David Bowers Awards, and they are available only on our website at thedavidbowers.com. That's B-O-W-E-R-S.com, thedavidbowers.com. We keep the price down by taking absolutely no profit from them. They're strictly for our fans and followers. They're high-quality tees in black or white, ladies' and men's sizes. So order now. They're still just $14.30. Order now the uh, official T-shirt of the David Bowers Awards. Okay, David, take it away. You got it, and uh, now we're going to get it out. Here it is. This is our next guest, Holly and Evan, and it's called Get Out.
putting a lot of soul into this show today. And let's get right to it with our next guest uh, from upstate New York, the delightful duo that just put down that sound. Welcome aboard, if you would please, Holly and Evan. Welcome aboard, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome, and thank you for being here. We're so happy to have you join us. I know we've been talking about doing this for some time, and it's great to have you be here with us. Let's start first with the ladies, of course. Holly, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your your perspective on the group. Um, I am very excited uh, as, because we are progressing. Um, our gigs are getting bigger. And I think that our sound is changing a little bit, and I'm I'm just really excited about the direction that we're headed. And we're in the studio, so um, that's exciting. I can't wait to have the album and and uh, be able to give that to people, sell it to people. Absolutely, make, make a living. And, uh, is that we were... what you're, you're saying? Making a living. You're, <laughs> and we're all excited about that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's important too. But you guys are you guys are putting down some really really fine music. And yes, I've noticed your uh, your gigs are uh, progressing to larger venues. You've got a, a big one coming up in New York City, if I remember correctly. Yes, we do. Yes, yes, at the Rockwood Hall, I believe. Yep. Right. Yeah. We, uh, we just mentioned that with our, our, our last act, uh, Jimmy Wilden Band, is also going to be hitting the Rockland Hall, which is a uh, which is a major venue down there, and uh, you're definitely going to get uh, a lot of attention playing that place. Uh, and I want to also uh, again apologize to you, as I do to all of our guests today, because we had some kind of technical difficulties that put us behind schedule, and we are trying to. Rush a little bit without sliding any of our guests. We want to get everyone in and give you all good time. And uh, at the same time, we don't want to run too far over because the live broadcast will end in another hour and 12 minutes. And uh, we want to get as much of the stuff on during that period as we can. However, the entire broadcast will air on the podcast. Now, our podcasts are free. There's no charge to download them. And they are stretched over five or six networks worldwide, including Blog Talk Radio. So if you miss any or all of the show or just want to hear hear it again or a part of it again, hop onto our Blog Talk Radio site. You'll be able to download and listen to the whole thing again. Now, Holly, tell us first, before we go any further, how they can get in touch with you and learn more about you. Um, <laughs> Evan, what's our website? Uh, that would be Holly at Evan dot com. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, if you just go to Google and you do a search that says, I mean, you just type in Holly and Evan, all the everything will come up. So. Right, and you yeah. got, you guys are also on Reverb Nation, right? Yes, right. yes, we are. Um, right. Reverb yeah. Nation on Facebook, um, Twitter, I believe. Twitter, yes, uh, of course. Got a tweet. Um, I think, yep, I think that's all the big ones uh, for now, at least, until they come up with the next one. <laughs> so, Evan, tell us how you and Holly got together. Uh, well, it was a uh, it was a dark, stormy night, and we can talk about this on a G-rated show, right? 
<laughs> yes. Um, actually, it was okay. uh, American Stormy Night. Actually, it was a uh, it was a pretty nice night. Uh, but I went to an open mic night, and uh, you know, a friend dragged me along, and uh, Holly just happened to be playing, just happened to be playing songs that night, two of them, and uh, I I thought like, wow, there's something really cool here. You know, there's something that I really understand. Um, about her her playing, about uh, where she's going with these songs. And the next time around, you know, next time there was an open mic night, I said, hey, uh, if you need a bass player, um, I could sit in. And uh, pretty much played, uh, you know, a bunch of these uh, open mics for yeah, about a year. And, uh, you know, really, really got our, uh, our gigging up. You know, uh, figuring out how to do uh, first, first like you know, uh, forty-five minute shows, and then you know, progressing to the hour and a half, and then finally, you know, the three-hour, uh, three-hour extravaganzas. And uh, you know, we we came a long way since then too. Um, it started out as an acoustic thing. Um, at some point, I picked up an upright bass. And we did like a, you know, she played acoustic guitar, I played upright. Uh, on the song you just played there, that that was our uh, our instrumentation. And of course we added a uh, a drummer who I'd been playing with for about 16 years now. Um, his name's Bob, Bob Morris. Um, and then at some point we added a, a sax player. And that would be uh, the the wonderful Josh Greenberg. Unfortunately, we don't have anything uh, at the current time where he's uh, played with us. Um, I think there's a couple things on our on our website that were that were recorded uh, like an in studio kind of thing uh, some time ago. You just did a gig uh, yesterday in Albany at the, uh, uh, what is it, the uh, Lark Fest, they call it. Uh, I believe he played with you there, did he not? Uh, that would be the Tulip Fest, actually, but yes, yes, he was Our Tulip, there. that was it, yes, okay. And uh, I, I know that because uh, a lady who does an awful lot of work for you guys, uh, Kathy, <laughs> sent me the video of that, and I thank her so much for all that she's done, but... Uh, Especially for the video, because it uh, it does give a, uh, a a good little clip of you guys in action. The the uh, this was done yesterday oh, yeah. live on stage in Albany, New York, and I understand you guys were a big hit down there. It was a uh, it was a good video. I was glad to see that and look forward to uh, more. Now you're working on an album, and we're hoping that you're going to uh, make a footnote there to uh, give us a little head start when you're going to release the album so we can have you back on the show and uh, and debut that. You did some uh, new music on the show yesterday at the uh, Tulip Festival, right? Uh, yes, yes. Yes, we did. Yeah. Three new songs? Holly, I'll let you take this one. <laughs> I think we did three new songs. Three, yeah, uh, okay. One of them, one of them is called "Rise Up," and it's a very positive message. And um, the other one's kind of dark, but I, I, you know, I'm never gonna let go of my blues roots, and that's, that's always gonna be there. Absolutely. 
Now, where are you guys headed? What do you got planned? I know you, you, we just discussed you do have an album coming out, and I got my pitch in to get you guys to come back on the show with it. What, what, uh, what's your long-range goals? Um, uh, <laughs> go as far as we possibly can. Uh, <laughs> um, Make time with music. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch it. I said I want to make music that people are going to listen to 50 years from now and still enjoy. Amen to that. That's that's a, a that's goal, a good thought. <laughs> you know, I like that. We were discussing, uh, matter of fact, uh, John Bon Jovial and I, who uh, worked in radio long ago in a galaxy far away, uh, in broadcast radio. Uh, we had discussed uh, on several occasions the fact that. Uh, with relation to the award shows and the prizes the music today gets, and we sit back and listen, and the, you know this will be the most popular single and the hottest album of the year, and all of this stuff. And we sit there and say to ourselves, you know, how many of these songs will be remembered 50 years from now? So I, I really respect the fact that you're looking at it from the serious standpoint of not just going out. And you know, having a hit record and being a, being this week's uh, pop star, you know, uh, but looking to create music that will be remembered and appreciated a generation down the road. I think that's uh, I think that's something that's really missing in music today. I, I respect you for that. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, and thank you again for joining us today. And before we run out of time, I want to be sure and be able to get your. Uh, your second song in here, and I, uh, I, I want you to know that I want. I'm glad that I was able to get this song on because I really like this. This is. Uh, I don't know. There's something that's catchy about it. it, it it's got your 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 sound. You guys have created your own sound, and this mm. definitely has it. It's got a little little blues in it, uh, and uh, it's almost got a touch of ad lib to it. And at the same time, it's it, it's very well put together. I love this track. It's a thing called uh, where to go. <laughs> I've lost track on the cue cards. <laughs> if I said it, that's the song. Tell us a little about this song before we play it. Um, Holly. <laughs> but you're the one that recorded. You did all the producing on this. Oh, thank um, you. Uh, you know, it, it comes from the this. I think a lot of times when somebody is, uh, I hate to call myself an artist, but I guess I am. Uh, but I feel like sometimes the way I wish I could be in life comes across in my music. Um, if I said it, you better believe me that I meant it. I wish that people took me that serious, <laughs> seriously. So that that's sort of where that comes from, I guess. That's a, that's another standpoint that I respect because we've gotten so involved with uh, being PC. Everything has to be politically correct. It's gotten to the mm. point where you don't really know what to believe because everybody is saying something. You know, they're, they're just saying what you want to hear. So, uh, yeah, I can definitely understand where you're coming from and your feelings on that. And uh, we're going to play that in just a minute. Remember, you guys, if you're interested in taking a chance at maybe having one of your tracks professionally mixed by an all-star producer, we have this contest going through uh, early October 
you take and you send us one MP3 track of your own original material along with the entry information, and uh, you'll be entered for a chance to win a free mix production from the legendary Grammy winner Stuart Epps, who's worked with a Hall of Fame list of rock stars, including Elton and the Stones and many others. You can Google him online, Stuart Epps, and you can see his amazing track record. He's got a website of his own, and we were very honored that he offered us opportunity. So uh, you can get details on exactly what you must do on our website, thedavidbowers.com. There's one page dedicated completely to this uh, competition. And we're going to be taking all comers, all genres, single duets, uh, groups, bands, whatever, as long as you fill two qualifications. It's got to be an indie artist, and the music has to be original, no cover songs. Other than that, you're free to pick whatever you think will convince Stuart Epps, big-time producer, that you not only got what it takes, but that you're the one that he should pick to be his next protege. And he'll do a free mix hmm. for our with we'll the announcing in November. Thank you, Holly and Evan, again for coming and joining us, sharing your thoughts and yourselves and your music, and spending a little of Mother's Day afternoon with us. And we're going to play the other track right now, and look forward to having you back in the future. Thanks once again, ladies and gentlemen. Thank that you. That was Holly and Evan. You're very welcome. That was Holly and Evan, and this is called "If I Said It."
If I said it, that's Holly and Evan from upstate New York in the Albany capital region. And uh, I, that that song just gets to me. Uh, we're going to have them back on the show again, too, when they have their album out, uh, I believe, a little bit later this year. John Bon Jovial, you got something for us. Yeah, I just want to pay a quick bill here, David, and then we'll get on to the Swamp Men. Uh, but, uh, you know, that computer security is a, <laughs> computer security is a, uh, a constant challenge to everybody today. What with all these ne'er-do-wells out there that want to try to hack into your computer, want to try to steal money from you, your identity, uh, hijack your mailbox and, uh, you know, send all of your people in your address book, your, uh, you know, some, you know, ridiculous BS message. Well, you know, there is a way to get that fixed, and uh, you can contact the good people at Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and they can connect to your computer remotely and do an, a repair over the Internet. If you are in the southwest Florida area, you can stop by their location. All you got to do is go to the website, which is www.comphelpusa.com, and uh, you'll get all the addressing information and uh, everything that you need. Uh, or you can give them a call at area code 239-596-6112. That's Computer Help USA to help you out of your virus jam up on your computer and get you back on the road safe surfing once again. All right, David, now that you're making all that noise in the background, you're up. Ah, thank you so much. I didn't realize you could hear me, but uh, yeah, Computer Help USA. Good people. They've been servicing our computers for uh, forever now and uh, rebuilding new ones for us, doing all kinds of good stuff. You have any any computer or IT problems, get a hold of them. Give them a yell. They're good people. And uh, as a matter of fact, I think they're uh, two years running, uh, been voted best computer repair in southwest Florida by the Better Business Bureau. So um, you won't be disappointed. Coming up next, of course, as John said, those swamp guys. It's an amazing group. You're going to love what they do, and we're not going to delay any longer in getting them on the show. Going to get them in here right now. These are the swamp drivers with Man in Black. 
walking in the moonlight Half a mile to go I see the beard light shining At the Mississippi roll Looking through the window I see a man dressed in black Yes, Ted Toscano Got a guitar on his back I'm doing. 
this, let's see, we'll bring them in one at a time so we can uh, introduce them to the audience. First off, if I've got the right connection here and press the right button on the switchboard, this should be Terry. Well, I hope so. Is it me? All righty. Welcome yes, aboard, is, Terry. Sir. Now, we're going to bring on your partner in crime here. This should be coming in on the other line right now and joining us. Uh, this should be Ted. Yep. How are you there, doing? Ted? I'm here. Welcome aboard. Great, Thank Terry you. and Ted. You guys have a fantastic story. I forget how I stumbled across you guys, but when I first saw this, I was in total disbelief. And then the more I read, the less I believed. This is this is really well. At at the same time, it's it, it is impressive and hysterical what you guys have done. You guys have made you've made instruments of some of the most weird. Uh, I, articles, I, I mean, this is a throwback to the old days uh, with the jug bands and the washboard bases, you guys. It started, I understand, with a shovel guitar. Tell everybody the story of how you got into this. Well, what, I, what I'll do is I'll tell a story about how we got in. I'll let Ted tell the story about uh, the shovel, because that's his baby there. Um, you got Ted it. Is basically, Ted started the thing as far as he started making cigar box guitars I was in a previous band at the time, and he, he made a cigar box guitar, and he gave it to me. So as, you know, I kind of wanted to up him once, and I wanted to make something and give him something in return. So I was going through my garage, and I seen this broom in the corner. I said, I'm going to do something with this. So I grabbed the old, this old broom, put a pickup, and I mean, really crude. I mean, there's something out of a bow and arrow, a muffler clamp, and put a pickup and th- three strings on it. And I said, there, that'll be, that'll be a joke for him. So, but I plugged it in. I started playing it. It's a bear to play, very difficult. But the sound is so unique. I, well, that's where the name of the band comes. It's kind of a swampy, eerie sound. And right. um, I started, I was playing in another band. And I practiced up with this thing. And I brought it out. And I brought this broom with the other band. And I you know, brought it into the club that I was playing at. I set it against the wall. Went out to get my other gear and to come back in. Those were half a dozen people taking pictures of it, and that's when it dawned on me. I got the idea. I said, "Man, this is uh, this thing's a star without even being plugged in." And so what, what we did is formed the whole band one at a time around these instruments. Uh, Ted has been probably one of the biggest makers. He's made all sorts of stuff, and like I said, I'll t- let him tell you about the shovel. But the band right now is uh, we've got the drummer who's got a complete drum kit made out of garbage cans. Uh, I think they're always changing oh up. The, uh, yeah, but see, here's the part that you don't realize. If you turned your back, you wouldn't know it. You know, a lot of times when I tell people, like you listen to these recordings, you see the guy in the recording studio, but when, when he goes, he goes, get your gear out, I'll, I'll uh, get lining you up. And we're pulling out brooms, one string garden hose, um, <laughs> on and on. And he goes, he's, he says to me, the, the guy in the studio says, what are you guys doing? He goes, oh, no, get your instruments out. He says, these are our instruments. And so when you listen to what you're listening on the, the CD is our homemade instruments. It, it's ever changing. I've got a new one I've got coming out here shortly. But um, anyways, it's kind of how we got started. I'll let Ted tell you about the the shovel here yeah well the shovel came about it's kind of funny i uh was making different things in my shop in my basement and i i had the shovel was sitting there i used to use to clean up uh you know 
clean up the shop, use it as a dustpan. And it was sitting in the corner, and I kept thinking about it. Yeah, make a guitar out of that thing. And and I was just thinking about it. it was just sitting there. And then one day, Terry says, you know, he says, wouldn't it be cool to make a guitar out of a shovel? And so he was <laughs> thinking about doing it also, which was kind of funny. So a couple of days later, I just I just grabbed that shovel, and I just started working on it. I, uh, you know, I figured out where they wanted to put the strings and started drilling holes and uh, to put the strings in there. And then... And trying to figure out well, how, how am I going to mount the pickup. Well, Terry had given me an idea about mounting the pickup over the top of the strings rather than under the strings because you couldn't do it because of the handle on the shovel. So he mounted the pickup on the top, over the top of the strings, and then, uh, you know, wired in the jack, and I plugged it in, and it sounded pretty good. So I, I made a little <laughs> video of it, and I posted it on Facebook. And I kind of forgot about it. And three weeks went by, and, and Terry called me up and he goes, uh, do you see how many views there are on your uh, on your uh, video? And I said, no, I haven't paid attention to it. So he says, it's like 800,000 or something. I was like, no. <laughs> so, I checked. so I checked it out, and, and yeah, it was, it was over 800,000. I said, oh, my goodness. Well, now at this point, it's over 7 million, and that's since wow. January 23rd. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only sorry it took me this long to find you guys and stumble across you because I'm always looking for new talent. And when I when I saw that, I, I just did a total double take. It stopped my day right there. There was one thing I had to do, and that's find out more about you guys. And uh, the the neat thing is, like you said, it it definitely sounds great. Mhm. And yeah, you wouldn't think it, so it, to look at it. Well, it's a different sound, but it, like I said, a lot of people, if you turn your back to it, you think, okay, it sounds a little bit different, but that's probably a band up there. But when people, you know, turn around and look and say, oh, my God, they're playing, you know, and I've left. We've got, I think, over 15 or more instruments. Um, uh, we got a, uh, there's a two, from a one-string diddly hole, it's a garden hole, we call it a diddly hole. we got a nickname and everything. Uh, two-string beaver paddle. We got a couple of three-strings. We got a, one's kind of gross, and uh, Ted tried to tell you how we clean it up, but it's a three-string plunger. And how do you clean it, Ted? You got to play the crap out of it. Yeah, you got to play the crap out of the plunger. <laughs> um, we got a three-string uh, broom. We call that the witch stick. Uh, we got four-string uh, canoe paddle. Um, it, it's, it's So what it is, they're, like I said, they're a bear to play, very unique sounding, and uh, and the guys that, that play in the band, well, like Ted Prince, he plays not only he sings, he writes, he plays slide. In fact, the song that you just heard, he actually played slide on too, uh, plays harmonica. Um, so everybody plays very well too. Uh, the drummer is a singing drummer, plays the garbage can. Um the bass player, we got a cello from New York City. A friend of mine contacted me. He found a cello in the garbage can with a neck broke off. So Ted uh, and this uh, this guy, Tom Gadera, um, they spent, uh, I don't know, quite a while, and they put this thing together with, with spare parts. That thing sounds amazing. By the way, so don't leave him out, too, Phil Deal is our, our singing drummer also. All four of us sing. So it's, that's kind of the deal with the band, so. 
it's uh, that is fantastic. It's kind of kind of a, I'm thinking it's a cross between a, a little Tony Joe White, a little John Fogerty, and a touch of a band that was also from uh, from the Capital District uh, back years ago, back in the '70s uh, group that. Uh, I, I, I worked with up there, and I also worked with at uh, Disneyland in Florida, or Disney World. Uh, it was the Star Spangled Washboard Band that played washboard instruments. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's really an amalgam of different sounds, and it's it's a great combination. It's kind of, like you said, it's kind of funky swamp blues rock, and uh, whatever it is, you guys make it work. How long have you been doing this now? Well, be honest well, we've been, with you, we've been together about a year. <laughs> Yeah, that long. Not that, <laughs> not not long as far as Ted and I. We played in bands together going back maybe six years ago. Maybe we were in a previous band, but when we put this project together, Ted and I are kind of what we call the we're blues brothers from different mothers. Is that what it is? Uh, we're on the same page. <laughs> um, we're both we we don't you don't look at things the same anymore. Everything you look at, you you think ah, I could make something out of that, and you know something musical. Um, but yeah, I wish I, I wish I had run into you guys when I was living up there in uh, in upstate a few years back. I'd, I would have come to your shows just to see what was going on. You guys, now I know you've got you've got some videos on YouTube which uh, people can go see. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell them how else they tell them how else they can find you and your music. I bet the best thing to do is go to our website, and if you type in www.theswampdrivers.com will bring us to a website. There's, there's, there's a couple things on it. First, important for us, too, is you go into the store, you can download the songs individually, hear the songs, or you can uh, buy the CD directly right from the swamp. Uh, but, but there's uh, pages on there for videos, uh, all sorts of information that's on that. But you type in on the YouTube Type in the swamp drivers and you go uh, be swamp driver over overload right there. There you go, and uh, we always encourage our listeners to uh, not only to uh, to buy your music, but uh, when possible, buy it directly from the artist. Don't go through third parties. Make sure the artists get all their money out of it because they're out there working for a living and they deserve it. And these guys. These guys deserve a double. They're not only out there playing music for you; they're creating, they're making the instruments they're using to play for you. It is just, uh, it is just fantastic. And uh, I, I, I wish we could, uh, I, I wish we had a whole show to do with you guys, video where we could actually see see you playing these instruments. But as I said, I know you've got videos on YouTube because I've watched them, and we definitely want to extend our. Uh, our forever invitation uh, that we do to our guests because we have some really wonderful guests. We want to be sure you guys come back and see us again, especially if you get a new album coming out or something big coming up. Uh, you know, if you're, uh, especially if you're going to, I wish we could get you on Letterman, but he's leaving too soon. I guess we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to see if, huh? uh, we'll have to see if we can't get you on, uh, on Fallon. I think you guys in the roots would really kick some butt there. <laughs> I feel that's what we what we need to go to the next level. I think we all kind of would like to kind of get there because, you know, when you listen to the CD, you hear the music, but you don't. You got to see what we do, and it's very high energy. All four guys play really well. Um, like like one of the things that you you've helped me out when I mentioned names, but we're kind of looking for uh, two things: an uh, agent and marketing because we're getting asked to 
go to the UK all the time, uh, Australia, across the U.S. I've been in bands my whole oh, life. I've never had the response like this. Well, the U.K. and Australia, I can tell you, they will love you. You're going to knock them off their feet. I can guarantee that uh, just from what I know about the uh, about the audiences in the, in both places. And if I've got anything to say about it, we're going to get you uh, we're going to get you on uh, on Fallon or Kimmel, Kimmel or somebody like that because you're right. People do to fully appreciate you. I mean, your music is great, and you can appreciate the music and listen to it and love it. But to fully appreciate what you're doing. You got to see you guys in action. That is uh, that is just awesome, and we are just tickled pink that you're that you came and visit us on the show today, and do want to want to get you back in the near future. John Bon Jovial, you've been remarkably quiet back there. I know you must have something you want to toss in there. Well, yeah, I you know I've just I've been enjoying the conversation. First and foremost, guys, that is some driving music. I mean, I just thoroughly enjoyed listening to that. That's about the fourth or fifth time that I've listened to that first cut that we played. And um, I, I just got a couple of quick questions. First of all, who, who blows the harmonica? Uh, I Ted. do. Ted. Ted. I tell you what, man, that is great. That reminds me so much of early Jay Giles band stuff. And I heard a little bit of, uh, it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, some influence from the, uh, the T-Birds. Uh, just really really excellent uh you know blues boogie that you got going there and and you got a real nice sound i mean you know not too many people play the lead broomstick we only talk about the whole well i i'm just curious if you can play the broomstick and wiggle your nose at the same time <laughs> i'd like to see well, that you guys and call him Samantha. <laughs> what, what i yeah, tell you I, do is well, what I was going to say quick is what I do sometimes, too, is I play uh, uh, the guitar and the saxophone at the same time. So those guys, they, they say, oh, you know, nice. I, one brain, one side of my brain plays one thing, the other one plays the other, I guess. I don't know. Multitasking. Yeah, that'll work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'd like to say, I'd like to see you get in some of the casinos out here. That would be the, that would be the place. Well, you know, that and, of course, getting the, the TV gig is the big one, too, because everybody's going to see you. But uh, all right, we're going to we're going to move on here. Be sure and check out these guys if uh, your listeners haven't yet. Check out the Swamp Drivers. You can find them online at theswampdrivers.com. And we're going to play a track up next uh, by them, which is sort of uh, I, I guess it's kind of their uh, their theme song, calling card or something. Tell us about Swamp Swamp Drivers. <laughs> I'm going to say one thing that I'll let Ted because I've been I talk too much as you can see. Uh, as you're listening to this, especially the introduction, but it's played right straight through and the lead, you got to remember I'm playing a three-string plunger. Uh, and when we put a lot of these instruments together, we didn't even know they were going to work or not. Um, and this was probably one of the first ones we put together like this. So, Dave, I want to thank you and John uh, foremost for putting us on here. It was great. You know, you guys have been great in putting us out here, and uh, you've been helping me out a few other ways, too. Dad, I'm gonna let you say something. Like I said, I don't. I talk too much. So go ahead, Dad. Oh, uh, we love <laughs> to have you talk. That's what we got you on the show for. We get guys on here that can talk a lot, and we don't have to work. There you go. <laughs> that's right. Now that song, that's this song, just kind of defines us, defines our sound, and uh, and and people love it when we play it out. People just can't seem to get it out of their head. 
and they even start chanting "Swamp, Swamp" right along with us. So it's a it's a great it's a great tune, and people just kind of it's one of those tunes like it kind of just mesmerizes you. It's kind of hypnotic kind of a groove to it, and uh, people just seem to to relate to it and get really get into it. So we enjoy playing, and we have a great time. Uh, well said. You summed that up nicely. In spite of the fact your partner there does all the talking, you do a pretty good job yourself, and we're really glad you did. We're so glad to have had you on the show today. I definitely want to get the album. And ladies and gentlemen, here's another three and a half minutes of Swamp Driving songs by the Swamp Drivers. <laughs>
there you have it. That was Swamp by the Swamp Drivers. And uh, I, I tell you, those guys just knocked my socks off. We've been we've been really fortunate. We have had some fantastic guests on the show, including today. Uh, great guests, great music, and uh, really uh, a lot of artists that we could we could expect to hear a lot more from in the very near future. And uh, I'm really thankful we've been able to have such great and wonderful guests on here. John Bon Jovial, are you there? Yes, I am. I tell you what, they may play the plunger, but there ain't nothing crappy about their music. <laughs> leave it to you. Good. Well said. Well, we'll just we'll just we'll leave it at we'll leave it at that. But not nah, I. I uh, that's I, I, one I've of those. All one of our those guests today. Yeah, we've we've Absolutely had some, we've had some great people on today. We always have great people on today, but today the other than that little glitch at the beginning, the the shows flowed very nicely today. Uh, okay, well, listen, I I, I am uh, wanting to remind I, I wanted to remind you of something. Uh, if I can learn how to speak English correctly here today, I uh, just want to remind well, you. You that haven't the, yet. Uh, no, I know. I keep trying. My mother always <laughs> told me I speak real good. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't forget the David Bowers Awards is offering the chance for an all in for all indie artists uh, to shoot for a free mix uh, by one uh, of one of their songs by Grammy Award winning producer Stuart Epps. That's right, Stuart Epps. I'm sure you've heard the name. Uh, you can associate him with uh, uh, bands like the Rolling Stones. He's done some of their work, and uh, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he also did some work for John Mayall, didn't he, David? I believe he did. I know he's worked yeah. with Elton John uh, yeah. even before Elton was a star. Yeah. Anyway, all you got to do is uh, send in an original MP3 track of your music to be entered. You can get complete details at www.thedavidbowers.com. Uh, and if you know of uh, an indie artist that deserves the chance to have a track of theirs professionally mixed by uh, Grammy-winning uh, producer Stuart Epps, tell them to send it in to us now. All they need is an MP3 track of one of their original tunes. Again, you can get complete details at thedavidbowers.com, and we'll be accepting tunes through October 10th and announcing the winner on our November show. So don't wait. Do it now. And uh, if you have any questions at all about this and want to see conditional information, you can always get a hold of us by emailing to epsaward at thedavidbowers.com. Back to you, David. Hi, this is Joe Bonzo with the Oak Ridge Boys. You're listening to my good friend, the David Bowers, on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, thank you, Joe Bonsall. Thank you, Oak Ridge Boys. What great guys they are. I'm got this. I'm supposed to say this here, but we've been running behind schedule, so hell with that. We don't need to waste time with that. We've still got another interview coming up with uh, David Bellamy and some new music from the Bellamy Brothers, and I think we should move right along and get to that. So, without further ado, we're going to give you actually. Uh, they're going to give us some music from two different albums today. The first one from their most recent album is the title song, a thing called Mermaid Cowgirl. Yeah. 
much in common Now we're nothing alike It seems so odd Not to be together Now all my days Are only lonely nights There's a mermaid candle Riding on Right now, from the Bellamy Brothers, is David Bellamy. Come on in, David. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Oh, just fine, thank you. John Bon Jovial is here with us also. Say hello, John. Uh, well, hello, John. I'm here as well. <laughs> you know, David, uh, we've talked. Uh, we talked in the past with both you and Howard, and it's always fun and a pleasure to have you on the show with us. And you always come up with some great music. This this latest album of yours. I was uh, I was not impressed not only by the by the music as I usually am with your music, but you went you pushed it just a little further in some different directions than you had gone before, and I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about uh, your uh, co-star on this album because you do this album with a guy named Gola. Tell us about Gola. Well, Gola is uh, a, a Swiss artist, and uh, he's a very famous. Uh, uh, 
sort of a, I, I, I call him a hillbilly rocker, really. He's, he's from the Swiss mountains, and uh, it plays, uh, you know, primarily a, a country rock sensibility to his music, and uh, we relate to him, you know, pretty heavily musically, and we kind of we kind of hit it off. We did a project together about four years ago that was very successful, and we just became friends, and so we decided to do this new project together. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's obvious that you guys uh, have a, uh, a good musical relationship uh, because there, there, there are points where, where you can see what he adds and what his contribution to the songs are, and there's other times that he blends in so seamlessly it just seems like, you know, he's always been a part of the Bellamy Brothers. You, you guys really, really work well together. Now, what right. is... What is Gola's claim to fame over there? And I know a lot of the uh, a lot of our American listeners are not at all familiar with him. Now he's had a pretty good track record over there. Yeah, he has actually. Um, his first album in in Switzerland, I think, still holds the record for being the the, the biggest selling uh, album, uh, you know, by a you know rock album in, in Swiss history. Um, he's had a, a lot of success. But he's a very uh, down to earth, you know, uh, kind of. He's still kind of a country guy. Lives in the, lives in the Swiss mountains, and um, you know, he's just a real good. You know, we've recorded with a lot of people all over the world. Really, we've done duets with people from from Brazil to Australia, South Africa, all sorts of things. But and, and most of most of the time, it's been like a one one off, maybe one or two songs here or there, or something like that. But. With Gola, we did the first project together, and it was such a fun thing, and we kind of clicked musically. So that's why it's extended itself into doing like a whole album together. And, um, and we just finished a tour with him uh, about three weeks ago in Switzerland. We did six shows together uh, around Switzerland, and uh, it, it was really great. It was an all sold out tour, and we had a, we just a really great time. Now, I've noticed you, uh, you 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 do very well over there, and uh, noticing your schedule. You're doing a little ping-ponging back and forth. You're going over, what, uh, three more times this year? Yes. Um, we're going over mainly the other times of this year, we're mainly going over to do festivals. Those are just those are not really shows that we're doing together with Gola. We we just finished the tour with him. So we won't play. We won't do any more dates with him probably until next year sometime. But we're going back in June, uh, June and August and September. We're going back for festivals. Fantastic. Now, as as I said on the uh, on the latest album, the Mermaid Cowgirl, uh, and, and uh, you you can tell a lot from the pictures. There's a great collection of pictures in the uh, in the album jacket, and unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately for me, uh, the copy I've got is the uh, European or uh, Swiss version of it, and so the uh, the liner notes are all in uh, in what, what is that Swedish. Uh, Swiss German. Swiss German. Okay, yeah, I should have guessed that because I can see the the uh, Germanic relationship there. So a lot of the notes I can't read, but the uh, the <laughs> pictures say uh, well, you know, they say pictures worth a thousand words. Well, these pictures are are really neat. You got some great ones. It looks like, in addition to making some great music, you guys really had some great fun too. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun. We actually cut the album um, at our studio at our ranch in Florida. And uh, we uh, we always kid uh, we kid with Gola telling him that uh, the only reason he comes records with us is because he gets out of Switzerland in the wintertime and comes to Florida, <laughs> so uh, gives him a chance to get out of the snow. But uh, we had a good time, you know. We basically just 
cut it at our house. We cut and, and, and wrote all these songs within about a two or three week period and, um, and, and put them down. And actually, we did the album fairly quickly. You know, it was one of those things that's kind of off the cuff thing where we just wanted to uh, write and record spontaneously and, and try to get down what we had what we had done during our visit together there. Right. Now, I mentioned at the top, one of the things I noticed with this is you ventured off the beaten path just a little bit. There's a, there's a, a slight touch, uh, goes a little bit more rockish than you've done in the past, but the thing that I noticed, you did a couple of tracks on here that are uh, a little more biting, a little more hard-edged sound than we're used to hearing from the Bellamy Brothers. Uh, yeah, and... Um you know, Gola's band, he, he, when he tours by himself, it's, it's kind of more of a rock show. Um, his, you know, he's, his, his band sounds more like a, a, sweet, a Swiss version of, of Kid Rock or, or maybe Leonard Skinner or something. And, um, but he likes, he likes a lot of different kinds of music. So he, he, um, when we incorporate him into our sound, it works really well. He just grabs the harmony part and sings along with us, you know. And then we, and when he incorporates us into his sound, uh, that's kind of what you get. It's stuff like uh, there's a song on there called Time Rocks On, which is kind of a Stonesy-sounding song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's that's kind of what you get when you mix the mix the two acts up, I think. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's really interesting because it's a, a little bit of, you know, it's not going to disappoint the diehard Bellamy Brothers fans, but it's also going to kind of, I think, reach out and show you a little more versatility, a little extending outside the lines a little bit from what we're uh, from what we're used right. to hearing from the Bellamy Brothers. I think that's good. It's uh, that you can, you know, please your fans and also extend yourself a little bit more in the, in the music you're doing. It's great. It's an excellent album. I really love it. I, uh, thank you. I, thank, I thank you guys and Wally for uh, getting us a copy of it too because it is it is really a good album uh, guys uh, listeners you're going to want to get a copy of it it's Mermaid Cowgirl Bellamy Brothers and Gola and uh, while we've got you on the line why don't you tell them where they can find your music well you can find just about everything at um, at iTunes and Amazon.com of course that's uh that's usually the best place to buy music nowadays, I think. And uh, it's it's. Um, I'm not sure they have any record stores left, but <laughs> you know we also have we also have our um, our 40th anniversary album coming out a little bit later this year. And um, uh, that's a of course that's just Bellamy Brothers, uh, but it's uh, 20 new songs and 20 20 hits. Fantastic. Coming Maybe out, we... and so uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be kind of a fun project too. Maybe we can get you guys back here to uh, give us a little uh, celebration debut and we can uh, announce the release of the album to the people so they can uh, get on it as soon as it's out. Love to have oh, you Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll make sure that we put, uh, we'll make sure we send you one when, when we release it. Oh, we'd always appreciate that. And uh, we really love having you guys on the show with us. You're, you're both a lot of fun to talk to. And I know from our reacts that the fans love listening to you too, John Bon Jovial. You got something you want to add? Uh, yeah, I, I do. You know, you, since you guys were over in uh, Western Europe and uh, you know being influenced by that, is there such a thing as a European country music scene? Well, yeah, there is actually. Um, there's a lot of fans who uh, 
are very uh, are very into the American country music scene, and there's there's kind of you know there's country clubs that um, that they have for um, you know for listening and sharing music and stuff like that. But then there's also a lot of fans who just like music, and whether they're rock fans or jazz fans or whatever, they also a lot of them like country. So you get a combination of things where they where you have the people who are just into the heavily heavily into the country scene. But there are other most of the people I think are just kind of you know broad minded and they they like what they like and whether it's country or rock or whatever. Is there a uh, oh I guess for for lack of a better analogy is there a a Swedish or European version of, of a George Jones over there or or a Swedish or the European version of the Bellamy Brothers. Well, you know, oddly enough, that's true. You do run into that. Uh, I do know the German Johnny Cash. Um, I've done shows with him before, and uh, his name is Gunter Gabriel. And um, uh, you, you run across people who I knew a guy from Brazil who kind of who kind of uh, poses as the Brazilian Merle Haggard. And so you do run across those things here and there. It's kind of interesting, but. Um, uh, you know, and oh, and I knew the and I knew the uh, New Zealand Ronnie Millsap also. <laughs> it's it's going to be a really Millsap. interesting contrast to hear stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that, definitely. That's all I, I got on on this end for the moment, David. Well, th thank you, John Bon Jovial, and uh, thank you, David Bellamy. We're so glad you were able to join us today. Be sure and give our best to Howard. And uh, you guys stop around anytime. You're always welcome. The door is always open to you. We look forward to having you back and uh, maybe having our own little uh, Bellamy Brothers anniversary celebration a little bit later in the year. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you playing the music. Well, it was our pleasure to have you on with us, too, as well, David. Uh, and uh, I understand that uh, the next track that we're going to be playing, David, uh, is uh, something, uh, something new, something that we haven't heard before. That is absolutely correct, John Bon Jovi. We are really uh, excited about this too, because as we mentioned in the uh, in the course of talking with uh, David Bellamy, uh, we played a track from their uh, from their most recent album, and they do have this 40th anniversary album coming out. As a matter of fact, uh, if I check my notes here, uh, they are, it's coming out in the U.S. on May 26th. It'll be out in Europe on June 12th, Switzerland, May 29th, and finally in Great Britain on June 15th. So you all got a chance to watch for that album to be coming. And, of course, check the Bellamy uh, Brothers website uh, for uh, ordering details. You can probably order direct from them. But uh, we are going to give you a sneak preview in, uh, right now, as a matter of fact. This is a track from that brand-new, soon-to-be-released, 40th anniversary album. It hasn't been released anywhere yet, but we've got a track for you right now, a track I really like, and I think you're going to too. It's the Bellinger Brothers. It's called Dying Breed. I like to slow dance with a young thing to an old melody. A full-figured woman who can really hold it against me And 
When I drink a little beer My words don't always come out PC Brother, you and me Are the last of a dying breed I like to ride my horse Through the pasture and just look at the cows And maybe roll one up in the saddle And just mellow out Sometimes I sit on a bar stool And lie to them barmaids till three Brother, you and me Are the last of a dying breed They don't make them like us anymore Not like they did before Still country down to the core Just two old dinosaurs I love them old western movies With a two-fisted story And I still get a lump in my throat When they wave old glory A two-inch steak and a cheap cigar is my creed. Brother, you and me are the last of a dying breed. us anymore Not like they did before Still country down to the core Just two old dinosaurs Now if we make it to heaven Those honky-tonk angels will sing Brother, you and me were the last of a dying breed. Brother, you and me were the last of a dying breed. The Bellamy Brothers. Last of the Dying Breed. I really like that song. John Bon Jovial, how about you? Yeah, that's a great song. You know, it really is, and I, I can relate to that to a T, I tell you. Yeah, it kind of fits us when you come down to it. <laughs> a couple of old kind dinosaurs, of feel like what the last we are, of the yeah. Breed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yep, yep. Last of the Dying Breed. We want to thank uh, the Bellamy Brothers, uh, David, especially for stopping by today. Uh, I guess Howard was tied up with something else, but uh, always a pleasure to have either or both of the guys on there. As with our other guests today, what fantastic guests we had. Our thanks to the Swamp Drivers, of course, 
to the lovely Holly and that guy she uh, hangs around with, Holly and Evan, and uh, also uh, to our, uh, our our first guest who we got a uh, going on here. We had a horrible start today that uh, kind of threatened to mess everything up. So I want to be sure and thank the Jimmy Wilden, uh, Jimmy and the Jimmy Wilden band, of course, who were uh, kind enough to hang on tight during about 15 or 20 minutes of technical difficulties we had at the very top. So John Bon Jovial, uh, tell us what's coming up next. And uh, before you take us home, I'm going to tell the listeners, uh, it seems to be an annual event. We have the Bellamy's on for Mother's Day. So we are going to have a special Mother's Day tribute to close the show uh, as soon as you take us home, John Bon Jovial. Yes, sir. Don't forget to order your official uh, The David Bowers Awards t-shirts on our website, thedavidbowers.com. And artists, be sure to send in your EPKs to David at thedavidbowers.com to uh, have a chance to appear on our show. The David Bowers Awards is produced by the David Bowers Awards for Stick It In Your Ear Productions from the studios in Naples, Florida of Computer Help USA and our affiliate studios in Bullhead City, Arizona. Uh, we are available for free download worldwide on Blog Talk Radio, also on iTunes, 365 Internet Radio, CMG Global Radio, B, that's B-E-E-F-M, and Renegade Femme Radio. Click the follow link on our blog talk radio page and like the david bowers on facebook be sure to follow us on twitter be sure to join us for the david bowers awards sunday that's june 14th at 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific when we're going to rock your socks off with houston's own Dimitri's rail with their new cd the jeep commercial guys uh, ex-ambassadors from uh, kingman arizona the brianna Payne band and uh, from merry old england don't you know uh Boardwalk Isabella, plus all kinds of stuff we haven't even thought about yet. So we hope that you will uh, join us. Uh, Nick will be back with us uh, from his vacation next month. David, go ahead and take us home with your special tribute. I will, and uh, we're going to give the Tony Brothers, Mama, you're my shero. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Love was a key, and Mama is my hero. Hero, Mama heard.